This is Life Off the Deep Ends podcast. We are a family of four plus a cat from Seattle who decided to embrace crazy and sell our house and everything we owned to buy a sailboat named Litha, and we plan to sail the world. This podcast is a retelling of our adventures just as we would telling our best friends over the phone. We are Kim and Justin, our kids are Tyler and Evie, and we really hope you enjoy and are inspired to live life off the deep end yourself. Okay, I have no idea what episode this is because we're kind of doing things a little bit out of order um, because we are... Sailing across the Sea of Cortez right now, and we have four crew members on board that didn't know each other and didn't know us, and we thought we should interview them. Have, a, have them tell their stories about what's bringing them on their journey. Yeah, so... Um, well, Kim, Justin, thank you for having us. <laughs> 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 Sipping on chai tea. Compliments of Tyler. Shout out to Tyler. Downstairs in the cockpit. Well, no, we're in the cockpit. Right the kids are downstairs. Okay, so since Lyle's starting, we'll talk about Lyle and Amber first. Tell us who you are and why you're deciding to backpack and be nomads. I am Amber. <laughs> Hello there. We are. We are actually... We are a couple here traveling together, you know, because we was yeah, we were like, you know what? Nomadic, no matter what you do, you can live the life you want to do, no matter who says that. Your mother I don't I don't know, I don't know. Okay, we're from Oklahoma. Um, and, <laughs> yeah, there we go, um, we met in college, and we talked about wanting to travel the world someday, um, I'd been out of the co- country a couple of times before, so I already had a huge travel bug, and I was like, let's go travel, so, we started dating at some point, <laughs> at some point, point. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and it's been about a year and a half, and then we were like, he met me in California. Um, I was just down there hanging out. And then you went, bought some backpacks off of Craigslist and started <laughs> walking? Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was off of let go to be precise. But no. Um, I, 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 I was up. <laughs> no, we were both working in Oklahoma, a couple of jobs that we weren't like too passionate about. Um, I was up in Washington State for my grandparents, um, my grandpa's birthday, and... Um, my job decided to split everybody to freelance, so I was like, well, I'm going to stay up here in Washington and go from here because there's no point in me going back to Oklahoma. Um, my luggage went back to Oklahoma with my brother, so I kind of just had to buy some new things anyways. So it's already started the nomadic lifestyle, which I had been writing down and trying to manifest anyways because uh, I want to travel and um, film and uh, do some photography. Oh yeah, what's your no. YouTube? You have a website too, right? Yeah, yeah, I have a website, um, amberhandy.myportfolio.com. <laughs> that's uh, that's my one website, and then we're working on another one uh, for our travel vlog and everything else. Um, does your YouTube account have a name? Like, yeah. how does how does someone find your YouTube? Um, L Hawkeyes. So E L Hawks dot I. 
So that's that's our travel blog. Um, uh, you can also find us on Instagram at <laughs> El Hawkeye S dot I. Yes. <laughs> there was a it was taken up so much. And we were like, we're gonna <laughs> so make sad. it a cool way. We're gonna make this written in a cool way. So um, there's a little bit of our story. But yeah, we were we were up in L.A. And how long have you guys been traveling? It's been three months, right? Where have you? Where did you start, and how did you get here? Okay, so I technically started in December in Washington State. Kind of just made my way south, um, and then he met me in LA in. What was it? <laughs> uh, what was it? I don't know, honestly. I don't... It's weird how time just like you have no you have no concept yeah, of it anymore. It was, it was January. It was mid January. Yeah. Mid January. Cheers. Yeah. And we were gonna try to I was gonna try to like work on jumping into the filmmaking industry in LA and I realized I really didn't like LA, so it was just too fast paced for me. I was like, eh, I wanna travel the world and film anyways. That's more unique than um, the studio life of LA. So, right. uh, yeah, so we went to San Diego, we were there at a friend's place for a little while, and we were like, okay, let's just, let's just, just start traveling right now, like, let's just get it going. <laughs> it was really, that's really how it was, it was like all within a, pretty much a week, and we were just like, okay, let's, uh, we have this luggage, let's buy some backpacks. We and bought then, the bags that very day, and... Went to Mexico. Yeah. That's awesome. That yeah, awesome. yeah, it was like all in the same day. We just walked across. We bought the bags in the morning and then took like the, uh, what was it, the light rail or the tram, whatever, all the way, all the way down south across the border. And here we are. And then you hitchhiked all the way down to where you met us, right? Uh, yeah. We walked some, we hitchhiked. Well, we met a we met a few good people along the way. Had had some really nice stays. Um, you can hear more about it uh, on our YouTube channel. <laughs> Follow us uh, on Instagram. And <laughs> 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 those stories would get very long if we tried to talk about all of those right now. Right, right. <laughs> but yeah, we yeah we hitchhiked our way on down. Pretty much. And then. Um, yeah, um, the beach life, uh, it really got a hold of me. Um, that part is what I've been dig digging the most of, the waters, and now I am in, I am surrounded at this moment. Of now time. you're a sailor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're a pirate now. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was really funny, like, um, because when we were deciding, like, uh, whether or not we wanted to, like, just go ahead and start traveling, and we were in, um. We were in San Clemente, California, and, like, there was a guy with, like, a metal detector that was, like, walking around, and uh, I just randomly started talking to him, I was like, oh, did you find anything cool yet? And, like, he just started talking to us, and he's telling us how he's going to sell his house and everything that he had so he could start sailing around the world, and he started telling us about um, different travel blogs to follow of sailing, and that's when we were like, okay, that was the message from the universe, let's do that. <laughs> we started looking into it, and, like... We were actually, we were staying at an Airbnb that night, and this guy had paintings all over his house of sailing, and like, um, I, I think that was like an old dream of his or something, and so we were just like, these are all messages, like, we've got to do this. 
<laughs> and then we were like, okay, let's let's go south and like we want to. Our goal is to sail across the Pacific Ocean, get to Asia, right? Um, but start small like this first. But that's it. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Should we say hi to Andrea and Jordan? Hi guys, I'm Andrea and I'm from Chicago originally and I am, I guess you could call it traveling uh, with my partner Jordan who's from Washington. Um, we've been together for a year and a half and before we were together we both did a fair bit of backpacking uh, me more so than actually Jordan didn't do any backpacking he's he's currently <laughs> calling himself a backpacker because it's the first time he's traveling with just himself in a backpack travel before on your bike yes and a van and a yeah I'm a traveler oh, yeah. I'm a traveler but not nearly as much as Andrew got a backpack not Andrea's backpack. been like everywhere, anywhere in a magazine that you flip the pages on the airplane. She's been to all of them. All my travels were business related, you could call it, uh, prior to meeting Andrea, pretty much. Yeah. You make so. it sound like you were a drug runner. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I was a photographer, so I was doing that and then traveling. Uh, it, it's hard to call it. It's not like it was work, but that's what I was doing for money. So. Yeah. We were just living the way we lived, and that was how I was getting money as well. So that was and, a nice time. And that's how we met Jordan. I was in Japan working at a ski resort, waitressing, and Jordan was with his friends um, snowboarding and doing photography. So that's kind of where we crossed paths for the first time, and our friend circles stayed in contact, which brought us back together about a year and a half ago. Um, yeah. And so before we met, I, um, I did the whole going to school thing and um, traveled along the way. I went to school. I took a year off to travel. Um, I studied abroad. Everything I could do to, that I could possibly travel, I was doing it. Um, and I worked, and I just wasn't feeling – I worked with kids, and I love working with kids. I'm super passionate about it, and – still kind of incorporate that into my life now, um, but I wasn't truly fe feeling fulfilled with what I was doing, and I was still always looking towards travel, 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 or doing just living a different way, because um, like I said before, we're traveling right now, but we're also trying to just figure out um, what living means to us, and like how... I don't know, more like redefining the, the definition of success because working a nine-to-five didn't feel like... It doesn't, doesn't feel right. Yeah, it didn't yeah. feel... Yeah, it didn't feel right, and there's so many other ways um, to live. So I guess we're just experiencing everything we can right now and doing what feels right and, you know, learning the things that feel best for us. I don't know if Jordan has anything to say. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got a lot to say. I don't know what direction to, to go, go with it, though. I mean, you yeah. covered What's the What's your website there. called? We just started a blog uh, like two weeks ago. We've got two blog posts up. It's called Learning As We Live, and it's at it's learningaswelive.com, and then that's also the Instagram for it. And uh, we are sharing our stories there, but we're also... I guess, well, Joel, you said it, but 
the point of the vlog and stuff is. The point of the vlog. Oh, um, it's, it's kind of like the point of our traveling, too. Just to figure out who we are and what we're all about and express ourselves. Because um, we have a lot of thoughts and opinions that aren't, like, the mainstream way of thinking. Instead of approaching people with those types of conversations they might not want to, that aren't always pleasant. Like, Andrea and I are mostly vegan, for example. So we could talk about that on our blog, and if somebody wants to read it, they can. If they want to comment, they can, but it's not us, like, confronting somebody or, like, bringing that subject up when not everyone wants to talk about that. Uh, and it's also a place just for us to – it's a challenge for us to do the blogs, like, write, like write what we – try and figure out what we truly think and why and put it into words that we feel good enough about them to share. So, so just a little challenge to add to our lives. But I also have my own, or a different website, jordaningmeyer.net oh, yeah. is my photography website. And Andrea has a, another project she hasn't mentioned yet. That's <laughs> queengirls.com. Yeah, it's queengirls. We just changed the website because it was queengirls publications. But I think mm. now it's just queengirls. Well, you can Google it, queengirls. Yeah, it's <laughs> uh, it's pretty cool. It's a company I started with my sister-in-law, um, writing children's books. And we are taking inspirational women from the past and turning their stories into fairy tales for little girls. And the first book is published. It's called Bessie, Queen of the Sky. And it's about Bessie Coleman, who is the first black female pilot. Um, and they're cool because they were, were trying to reach little little kids. So there's the, the true story of Bessie Coleman's life, but then there's also aspects of fantasy and... Just the illustrations are super colorful, and we're just we're trying to get into the minds of little girls to teach them that they can be anything they want to be um, when they're super little, because that's when they're super impressionable. Um, so yeah, I think that's QueenGirlsPublications.com, but if you just look up Queen Girls, I'll come up as the mm -hmm. author. And we also have four more books that are like being printed right now, so it's exciting. Yeah. I don't know cool. what else. Yeah, we don't know where we're headed. Um, we don't we, really know where we're headed either. Yeah, we, I don't think anybody really knows <laughs> when you so live what, like we live. What are your guys' plans today for the future? Like, I mean, because we all know it changes, yep. you know, almost daily. Like, yeah. Because we, I want to say, we should be like, I want to end our podcast like, this week we're thinking about going here. Yeah. Because it, like, it changes. <laughs> it's mm -hmm. true. It's So what are, what are, today, what do you see for the next, I don't know, month or more? Um, well, Jordan has a birthday that we're going to celebrate on April 2nd, and he is, he loves surfing, and there's a little town like six hours or four hours south of Puerto Vallarta that we absolutely love, and the surf is amazing, and it's kind of a dreamy spot for us. Um, <laughs> so I think today the plan is that we'll head down there, and then we also have two of our really good friends that are randomly also going to be in the area so hopefully spend some time with them nice. maybe head south um how, when you say south how far south we so last year we cycled the coast of mexico the pacific side from puerto vallarta down to oaxaca um and then we flew out we didn't get to see oaxaca which is like supposed to be a super super beautiful part of mexico i keep saying super um and <laughs> Or Chiapas. Oh, Chiapas. No, not yes. Oaxaca. Chia Chiapas. Yeah. Yeah. So we, I don't know, maybe we go there. Maybe. We don't have, we're going to go home August 20th to shoot a wedding. 
That's, That's the like a thing we've agreed to do. Right. Other than that, there's some family things that would be nice to be around for. But if we get on a trajectory that we just can't stop going, then uh, we don't have to be back until then. Or like you said, Justin, maybe we like randomly meet someone in a cruise that's sailing across the Pacific, and like we go with yeah. that. Who knows? Yeah. yeah. But you're but yeah. T- today t- is that. <laughs> that's the thought, right? <laughs> yeah, we're gonna go get some exercise. Yeah, that's yeah. important. Go swimming, shoot some photos, do some surfing. Mm-hmm. As we watch the Andrea water temperature rise. Is a big yoga enthusiast, and I, I am too. So that's also if there's a spot for that, then that can keep us somewhere. Yeah, I'm looking at water temperature except for 77. Woo! Up like four or five degrees. Oh, it's getting warmer and warmer. It's so nice. And what's your plan as of today for the next couple of months? So our plans have already somewhat changed. Originally, we were um, going to go straight to Chiapas. Now we're not positive it's going to be Chiapas or Oaxaca, but we are meeting with the lady who just who started a nonprofit organization um, to um, to showcase handmade crafts of indigenous cultures, the Mayan cultures within Chiapas and Oaxaca. So, we're already late. <laughs> we have to take a slower route. It just it just was inevitable at this point. So, um, last time we talked to her, she said meet her in Oaxaca. So, our goal is to get to Oaxaca and um, start filming and um, do a filming and photography project with uh, the Mayan cultures down there. Down south in Chiapas and Oaxaca, there's kind of a, there's a lot of sub uh, cultures there, so we don't really know what all is going to happen, I'm just going to go with the flow of it. Um, my goal is always just to meet them, and stay in the present moment, um, see what happens. Okay. I think that it's, I think we should do like, um, maybe this is the how we end the podcast but talk about how um i mean i guess i think it's interesting that you know you you two have started with backpacks and you just said screw it let's buy these bags off um let go and (laughs) just go and then you guys started with the van and then left your van in storage and now you're walking along you know we had we had our house we moved into a trailer and then we moved on to a boat it's like you know we're all we're all doing things a little bit differently, and I think there's so many people that want to, like, quit the 9 to 5 and just do something totally different and, you know, be with their family or their partners all the time and not have to go to work. Like, how we all sort of do, it. do that. Like, what advice would you give other people that, you know, because everyone's like, well, we can't afford a boat. You know, it's like, well, sure. yeah, we did, we were fortunate that our house went up in value and we were able to buy a boat, but if we didn't buy a boat, I think we'd be out backpacking too. Yeah. Um, so I guess, I don't know. I want to yeah. tell people that like you, you can do this no matter where you want to start, you know, yeah. nomad yeah. life is the way to go. Yeah. 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 I, I, I would say, uh, I would say the main part of it is, is your whole mindset of what what you're wanting to actually do, um, what, you, what your own pers- personal goals are, um, and once you get get down with that, is it kind of just falls into place after that. Once once you actually let go of all the restrictions and all of the rules and regulations of how you're supposed to live a certain way to be happy and like what uh, 
Jordan Andrews said, um, the way of success, you know, this is the way to succeed. Once you get rid of all that, um, you know, your life just kind of unravels for for you and, and in front of you. Like, uh, like uh, how me and a- Amber ran into all four of y'all, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. and that right there is truly amazing because, uh, yeah, we were just, let's see what happens. You know, you got to have that, you got to, you got to let go of, uh, I want to say personal choice or anything like that, but you, you just got to let it, let it flow, but also got to, you got to have your own goals in mind. Yeah. Uh, you you want to add anything? Yeah. Um, so I was actually reading, there was a post on Instagram I found on one of the like spirituality um, pages I follow. And it was talking about the number 96 and the significance of it. Like we have 96 vertebrae in the spine and such. And it was saying, you know, uh, to set a goal of like what you love to do the most. Like what are you most passionate about doing? Do it for 96 days. See if you truly love it. And then keep going. 96 months. So I wrote down filming, photography, traveling, um, you know, challenging myself, anything like physical activity. So I wrote that down. And this was... Just about three months ago, I actually just looked at it in my journal, um, and I wrote down, I was like, 96 days of doing what I love to do. I let go of everything else that I was doing. Um, I was helping my friends on the weed farm or um, doing, like, online things for that. I let it go. I dropped it. I was like, it's taking too much of my time. If I want to do what I'm passionate about doing, I got to let go of all of these other things that I considered obligations. Anything that wasn't close to my heart. I was like, I'm going to let those go, write down five things that I absolutely love to do. And I'm going to do those for 96 days. Uh, and however I do it, I'm just going to make it happen. I was like, I'm not going to care about, like, you know, financial restraints because um, after I graduated college, uh, I stayed in Oklahoma for a year, year and a half because I was like, whoa, I need the financial stability and I need to save up all this money. Well, the money kept going to bills anyway. So I was just like, I'm going to have to let that go. Like, whatever. And so so i had those down and i was like i'm just gonna stay stay focused on this need 96 days of doing what i love traveling is in here so i'm gonna make this happen and um i just stuck with it and then it was just like the universe kept kind of shifting it then it was just all of a sudden the job that i had that was keeping me in oklahoma was let go and i was like well i guess i'm gonna just start freelancing do my own thing and um that's really when i had my full freedom it's it's a mix of like stress. There's a lot of challenges with it, but then when you realize that you really are truly like following what you love to do, then nothing else matters. Everything's gonna fall into place, and you might start clearing up of like exactly what you truly want to do and, and how you can do it as you take a slower route in life of you know traveling and going with the flow of nature. It's funny how you're talking about numbers. <laughs> we we were having this really hard time finding a boat that we really, really wanted. And we did what's called the five times 55. And we wrote 55 times a day. We wrote, I don't remember how we worded it. Like, thank you universe for my beautiful, safe boat. That's perfect for our family. Wrote that down 55 times a day, oh. <laughs> five days in a row. We both did it. And we found this boat. What? Like two weeks later. Yeah. 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 Manifestation. That's, that's really what it's about. It's like you write it in your journal, you believe it, you think it, and you just go. And, yeah. then, you, and then everything just falls into place. Yeah. yeah. What about you guys? 
Uh, there's a lot to say on that topic. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, one thing for me that I think's good is, uh, like, I never know exactly what I want to do. Like, even, like, as a child or a young student or whatever, you know, people are, what are you going to be when you grow up? Pick a direction right now. Study it for five years and then go be it for 30 or whatever, you know, for your life. That's such an impossible thing to know because we're always changing so much. It's like, how could you commit to something, especially at such a young age? You know, you there's so many transformations as you grow. And I'm, I mean, I've still got a lot of growing to do. But anyway, um, what I'm getting at is uh, I could never, I never knew what I wanted to do. But I always had intuition on like what I didn't want to do. So that was like my, my guidance as the process of elimination was like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. And I, like things that I would try, you know, like I don't want to work at a pizza shop anymore. I don't want to, you know, sit in school maybe anymore, whatever it may be. Um, and so slowly but surely I like continued on that. And that has, uh, has guided me to like some stronger awareness of like who I am and what I do want, even though I still don't know for sure. But I know a lot more uh, that that's helped me narrow things down a lot. And then another one is, like, people are really, really good at making excuses. Like, anybody who's listening to anything, they'll hear that sentence or hear a story. Well, they, so-and-so did this or so-and-so did that, but they had this privilege or yeah. they had this thing. But um, those are just, they are just, you're in, you're in control of those excuses, you know. So it's like finances is a big one. You know, a lot of people think they need X amount of security before they can go and do whatever it is they want to do. But uh, so one thing Andrea and I have done, which we did independently before we got together, but it goes well now that we are together, that we're both this way, is uh, we're just really aware of our spending. You know, we know how much money we have, and we know how much money it costs us to live. And we live off, I feel like, far, far less than the average American. Exactly. So, like, my if my income was only $10,000 a year, which it was when I was a photographer for a long time, so I never worked. I was just doing exactly what I wanted. Even the people that paid me, I didn't change what I did one bit. I just gave them what I already had from each, you know, whatever. Each time I was like, here you go, yeah. And then I would get my money and go about my business. And, like, that amount of money, like, worked fine for me. Like, when I find the things I like and I get good at them or I get involved in them, oftentimes they don't cost much. And nowadays I, I know for a fact it costs more money to be stationary at home like being in that life than it does to be out and about doing what we're doing now. So true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely. So some that's that's really what so I was learning money. to. So bills and yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so we were talking like, about things. Yeah, tuning into how much you're spending, where it's going, because like so many people are just uh, I don't know the right word. I want to say lazy. That's not the word, but like conditioned. I don't. Either way, it's a negative thing. It's like you stop paying attention to that because it's coming in constantly, you know, you continue to work, so money continues to come in, so you don't really have to pay attention. But if you start paying attention, you can find out there's some extra cash to be to be saved or to be utilized in different ways if you cut some, some habits around. Um, I, this is going to kind of sound kind of cliche, but, like, at the end of the day, you just have to follow your heart. If you, if if what you're doing doesn't feel right or you feel like you need a change or you want to try something different, like just do it because people, you know, something that was really hard for me was I'm very, very close with my family and 
we just have a huge network of friends and this huge community in Chicago. And I, I ended up being pretty different than everyone. And they have a lot of different views than me. And as much as they mean to me, a lot of times they've been negative influences in my life just because they, they didn't support me and push me to be different like I wanted to be. And so <laughs> you may want something and feel like you want to go, but you, people are holding you back and there's guilt and there's lots of, you know, negative emotions going on, but you are in charge of your life. And if you feel that you want to make that change or do something different, go for it. No matter what anyone says, they'll come on board eventually. Like my family and friends have, it's taken a while um, but I'm finally at a point where they're starting to accept who I am and believe in me, and so you can do it too. There's so much to that, because yeah. that's been the hardest challenge for me. It's like, my, my family, like, me and my sister are huge nomads. We love yeah. to travel. My sister is in Lyles right now, and my parents just don't understand. Yeah. Like, every time I talk on the phone with them, it's always... When are you coming back home? When are you going to start working a nine-to-five job? Like, when are you going to do this? I'm like, that's not my lifestyle. Yeah, they that's think not you're on vacation me. right now. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, that's not for me. I'm going to create my lifestyle as I travel. That's my goal. Right. Uh, and you want to be surrounded by people that lift that. you up and understand that and push you to be who you truly are. So it can be a little something that's difficult to juggle, but... And you find those people as you travel. Exactly. So it's like if you don't have the encouragement from the people at home, you just find, know that you're going to find your right vibe tribe as you travel. Yep. And every, <laughs> everything always works out. Always. It's true. All right. I think that's amazing. We're, We're running all, at about 30 minutes, so that's about 10 We're minutes. all super blessed as well for uh, Justin and Kim picking us up and letting us join their family for this. Adventure yeah, across the sea of Cortez. Yeah. <laughs> we like having people to hang out with at night for sure. It makes the, it just everyone's conversations are all everyone just is. We all mesh pretty well, I think. Yeah, yeah. There's been no problem. Uh-uh. No, it's been great. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Bye. Until next time, everyone. Say bye. Bye bye. Thank you for listening. Be sure to check out our website at lifeoffthedeepend.com and follow us on Facebook and Instagram. You can also support us by visiting Kim's website at seenfromthesea.com. S-E-E-I-N-G from the S-E-A dot com.